Good afternoon, friends. So I was thinking the other day, you know, when I got out of my senior year in uh, high school, I thought, I am finally done with this. Class is over. And then my life changed and I realized that life is an ever-going classroom. That as long as we are here on this space and time, we are going to be on a continuum of learning and opportunity to expand our consciousness. And there are a variety of different ways this comes in for different people, but the platform is the same. We learn through experience and people, and we can even take those experiences and put them in two categories, or we can take the experiences and look at them globally as lessons. And oftentimes people will say, you know, people come in your life as a lesson or blessing. And what I believe is true is that they're all lessons. There are some lessons that are less painful than the others, but all the same, they're still lessons. And that gives us an opportunity to learn, pivot, grow, and share. And the cycle keeps continuing. I think in my 20s or late I'll say late 20s, I wanted to be at a point where I felt like I was like my mom. And my mom um, is one of the most together people that I believe exist in my circumference of the world. She's hyper-organized, so is my stepdad. And I take so much pride in coming from people who are very planful in everything that they do. The other side of that planfulness is sometimes I don't see the spontaneity that they cultivate and I sometimes feel like they put themselves into a, um, a box, if you will, because of being so planful and so careful. And I know all of our experiences are born out of prior experiences. And only as I've gotten older that I can truly appreciate the spirit in which their thinking comes from. And I have gotten to a point, too, where I've tried to share with my children that there's no perfection in anything, that we are all pieces of clay that need to be reworked from time to time, put in the fire, you know, glazed up and ready to go, only to be knocked down and done again. And I think the disservice we do to many of our young people is that we give our lives this highlight reel of see, this is how we are, but we don't really truly share our experiences of really truly how we got there. And sometimes it looks like to the older generation that these young people are taking, if we call them shortcuts. And what I found is in each life, there are things that get simplified for each generation. And we need to do better to not lean into that unfairness or woe is me mentality that we have to accept that as each generation evolves, so will the development. But that also brings the greater good of the people when we allow this process to happen. And what I have learned in my almost 46 years on this planet is that life will keep giving you lessons and that's the beauty and it's all what you want to do with those lessons and I try to share with people who are attuned to my information you know I don't uh, publish my information like a walking billboard or just try to give a lot of people even the people close to me unsolicited advice 
because also you want people to lean into what you're saying, not draw a wall up to it. And I think that we also have to learn that our lessons come differently. You know, sometimes as we go up the food chain, those smaller lessons about budgeting with our paycheck to paycheck mentality, it's different when we have assets and we have things that can easily um, need a attention of an attorney or other things to keep things going. It's not as simple as, you know, hey, I just need to have this $500 for the month. As we grow and expand, so does our life lessons do as well. And I think that that's just as important because if you think about it, none of us are going to stay where we are, even if we even if we tried. And for some people, even though their lives may look the same, they're still learning that occurs. And we also get not passed, if you will. You know, some people have the same hard life lessons over and over again. And I think the reason for that is because we need to go through what's called a mastery, you know, and one of my um, hard, challenging lessons is in love. And the one thing that I've learned more unequivocally than I've ever had before is everything comes back to self. When you truly come from a place of loving yourself, of care and concern, you operate so differently in the world. You are not allowing people to make their problems your own. You are not holding a human being accountable for your feelings. You are not looking for someone to fix you. And you are not seeking relationship because you are trying to get out of seeking time with self. Your, uh, I guess, um, corridor of life opens up and expands further once you start looking at life in a holistic way. That to have the highest, best love is to master your own love. Because if you don't master your love, you truly can't give someone the best love that you have to offer because you haven't mastered it within yourself. And when these, I call it little blips that may appear to be love, really that aren't, you grab onto those and then you wonder why they don't last or they don't work is because they never were the thing in the first place. And what I think the bigger thing is, is to lean into how do we get to that space? How do we get to that point? And a lot of these things come back to when we were little people, meaning children. If we don't learn the lessons that came to us as children, we are destined to repeat them in adulthood. And we also pass that information on whether we consciously know it or not through the different generations. And we become a generation of doing the same thing that we've just seen other generations do. And again, it's a continuum of the life lessons. And I think that when we realize that, hey, this is a trauma bond here, or this is a generational curse, as some people like to refer it to, then we own the onus of making the pattern change and to say, I want a new outcome. And in order to get a new, new outcome, we have to do some different actions. We can't do the same actions. And I also know too that you know, in life, we are going to deal with a lot of people that 
we may not want to ever have in our lives again. Maybe those people harmed us in ways that are unforgivable. Maybe those people are just people we've outgrown. But I've also gotten to a place where I forgive myself of where I was at those that time with those people. And although I may not choose to have those people actively in my life, I don't hold space for any hate or discord. And that's something I learned too. I had this happen to me many years ago. I lived in Columbus for over 20 years and I felt like I had missed out on my best friends. And if you could see me, I'm doing my air quotes. I don't know why I do that all the time, even when I'm alone. So I felt like I was missing out on my best friends and that my best friends in Cleveland were having this unequivocal, beautiful life that I wasn't having. I felt like I was a out of shape, overweight, overworked, overtired, overtaxed mom and wife at the time. And these women were going to Punta Cana and having the time of their life and they're graduating college and they're doing all the things that I didn't get to do. Now, backstory, and I think I mentioned it, I moved out at 18. My mom at that time was moving out of state and she married my stepdad at that time. And they've been together since I was five. Um, That's a story for another day. But with that, I knew that I wanted to cultivate and be on my own. And a lot of my friends at that particular time, they were still at home. And I was very fortunate enough for a majority of my lifetime, I've been able to work some pretty decent jobs. And this job was pretty decent enough that I was able to get my own place. And I was so green, like so many young people when you move out. You know, you're just doing the basic math. Yep, I'm checking the boxes, right? I can pay my rent. I can get back and forth to work. I can do all the things. But there's so much more to being on your own than just being able to pay the bills, right? There's an emotional uh, intelligence, if you will, that has to come along with you and that needs to be developed. And it's only by living it through the fire. And there were so many lessons I learned. And as prepared and planful as I thought I was, I get into my new place and I basically have everything because I've saved for months and bought things over time to go into this perfect place. And when it got time to eat dinner, I did not have a utensil. You got that right. I had a list and this was before the internet and Pinterest and all of that. I had a list that I thought was so well put together that I covered every aspect of my home. And here it was, by the time I got to sit down to eat dinner, I think I was lucky enough to have like uh, what they call a spork from a Chinese restaurant. I had gotten some food and it had like the, the little sod and the pepper shaker with it, you know, the, the packets, if you will, and a little napkin. And I was really bummed out. And I mean, that just rocked my world. And then another thing happened in this place. There were many, but I'm going to share this one. Is that when I lived at home with my mom, you know, she was the insect killer. And then it dawned on me like, oh my God, if I get something in my apartment, there is no one that's going to come and take the thing away. I had gotten used to my parent being that person that saved me from all this calamity. And I had to digest the fact that 
me coming into my own place meant that everything that happened within that place was going to be now on my feet. And the circle of friends that I was with at that time, they didn't have their own place. They were going back and home, back and forth home to their mom. And I was very grateful to meet some really cool people at the place I worked at. And they were a little eclectic and life didn't know it at that time, but maybe it did in a subconscious way. Those people left so many good footprints on me for years to come. And there's a handful of times in your lifetime, you can look back at some jobs and you can say, man, I really met some incredible people and I'll always hold those relationships dear. And you may not kept in touch. You know, we didn't have the Facebook and the Instagram like people do today, but I clearly was so grateful for those people being so open to me in my naivete of growing up. And I remember this lady, um, I believe her name was Devana. She took me under her wing and she was a force to be reckoned with. She was stellar. She was so woke and had herself so together and was so uh, about empowerment and women. I just thought, wow, I want to be like her when I grow up. And I remember that she gave me some really tough love that I needed at the time. And I can't remember the incident, but I remember writing in my journal about how Devana hurt my feelings. And when I look back, she was really trying to help me grow. And that's really what life is about. A lot of times in our hurt and in our pain, we are transforming. We are growing. And that's the beauty of each day that we're selected to take breath and be here in this space and time. Because if we really want to think out loud here, there are people that did not wake up today. We may not know them, but everybody didn't get the, the fortune, because it is a fortune that none of us could pay to be here in this space and this time. So the lessons that we learned yesterday often can be transferable to today, but the lessons are on a continuum. Class is never over. And even when we don't want to show up and, and pull out our homework and look back at what we know or look back at our notes, aka the examples that we endured, we still have to forge forward and learn our new lessons along with all the old lessons. And life has a funny way of reminding you when you want to act like you forgot about something. It will come up in the most unexpected ways. And parents, if you are out there, your children will play out some of this stuff for you. And you will sometimes cry, but you can ultimately laugh because you see yourself in the people that you are raising here on this planet. And it is a very interesting thing. So while we may not have to get our book bags together and our paper and pencils like our children in the fall, we are still actively in class every session. And make sure you make it count for you. Make your life be the life that you're proud of. And not one riddled with regret, but in awe and in humbleness of how far you've come. And I think that the best thing we can do is to keep our momentum and move ahead and not get stuck. Sometimes I think that when we go through a adverse situation, 
we don't understand why and we get stuck in the why. But I think we have to find the lessons and we don't have to understand the why. It's just, for example, when we have people around us that pass away, we can, if there's a cause of death, that there's a cause of death, but let's say there wasn't. What's the lessons we can learn in that person's life, how it affected us or that person's impact that it had on us? How they pass is how they pass. And I'm not trying to undermine it, but there's so many lessons in the life that they live that you don't want to shortchange that by just focusing on their death because their life meant something. And you were impacted by that person in some way, shape or form. So while you take breath and you're here, remember all the people who are not here to continuously take breath and learn the life lessons that you still get the opportunity to participate in today. And some may argue that on this realm, we have these lessons. And as we pass away, that our souls still carry on and we learn lessons in another realm. I am still here on planet Earth and I can only speak from my experience right here and right now. But what I'll say to each of you is class is never over. Get ready because it's always something to learn. Namaste.